This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios. That's boathouse studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S studios. House spelt the German way. Stealing! How could you? Haven't you learned anything from the guy who gives those sermons at church? Captain What's-Its-Name? We live in a society of laws. Why do you think I took you to all those police academy movies? For fun? Well, I didn't hear anybody laughing. Did you? Except to that guy who made sound effects. Honk, honk. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Stay out of my booze. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. And I couldn't we're back. Re- I couldn't this resist. Is, this is two bad neighbors. I love that quote so, so very much. My name is Greg. My name's Alan. And we're doing an episode of The Se- Simpsons. <laughs> of the season. The, of the season. Tis the season. Tis the season. It is Marge Be Not Proud, one of the very few Simpsons Christmas episodes. The first since the premiere, in fact. Yeah. This is, uh, we'll get into it, but <laughs> whenever someone asks me, hey, why don't we just watch a Simpsons Christmas episode? When I'm like, hey, we should watch something Christmassy, they always shoot back at me, hey, we should watch a Simpsons Christmas episode. And sure. I always say back, have you seen them? <laughs> <laughs> so not a fan in general not a fan in general no. okay so no. we'll get into how you feel about this one yes we will um but before we dive too deep how have you been uh you know i've been good i'm leaving for Kelowna tomorrow which is why we're uh recording this at a later-ish hour yes of the evening uh if this was uh july i would feel like this was just you know fine and dandy but it is 8 p.m in december and which means the sun's been down for five hours it has been down for five <laughs> hours check your clocks <laughs> and uh yeah i ha- i feel like i want to slip my own wrists oh no <laughs> because it's um it's it's december in canada yeah and this is the same thing you go through every single year. Yep. And the only good thing is that you know it eventually ends, <laughs> as all things do. In June. In June. <laughs> June is always around the corner, unless it's actually June. It's <laughs> a good point. How have you been? Uh, you know, I've been pretty good. Uh, just uh, got back from Lethbridge. Oh, yeah, you went to Lethbridge. To visit my family. I'm about to go there. Cool. Ships passing in the night. Great. How's your fam? <laughs> They're good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's fun. Uh, my my family are all kind of going weird places this Christmas, so uh, we did a early Christmas at my mom's house. Well, your um, bro just got married. He did just get married, and I mean, he lives in Edmonton, so yeah, we don't talk to him. No, why? Why would you? It's the worst city in the world. <laughs> uh, but Zing. Uh, yeah, I got him. So so yeah, so that was good. And then uh, yeah, came back and uh, gonna do another. Christmas dinner on Christmas Day at my aunt's, and that's uh, that's going to be my Christmas. Where's your aunt? In Calgary. Oh, okay. Good, yeah. good, good, good. Don't have to travel too no, much. No, no. Speaking of travel, mm-hmm. um, I don't have anything for that. <laughs> Great segue. I was about to go to our guest, uh-huh. but I feel like you have something. No. No? No. Then I'm going to go to our guest. I was going to talk guest. about how great Into the Spider-Verse was. Oh, le- oh, oh! <laughs> 
Oh shit! Oh, it's, boy. A, it's Marvel time. Greg is it's Greg time is to talk about convulsing. some Marvel stuff. Oh boy! Uh, well, maybe maybe let's let's actually go to our guest because okay. maybe Mike has some uh, I, thoughts uh, on it, and just, maybe maybe not, and it doesn't matter either way. But we have a new guest joining us today for this episode. A request. Uh, for this specific episode, I think <laughs> I took it that way when he told me book me on Bonestorm or go to hell. Uh, <laughs> Mike Westfall is here joining us today. Say hello, Mike. Hello, Mike. Oh, that's <laughs> Very good. It's not a request, but sure. I <laughs> <laughs> and I have unfortunately not yet seen Into the Spider Verse. Ah, uh, well, you 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 gotta go. Okay, well, this is talking Marvel right now. <laughs> we're talking about Perfect. we're talking about Marvel. This is a segment of our podcast called "I Don't Give a Shit About Two Bad Neighbors" oh for just a second. This right. movie was so fucking good. Everybody needs to go see it right now, so yes. they'll keep making more of them. Yeah, well, they're, they're already going to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still. Yeah. Uh, word of mouth is very good. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a, a big bump uh, at second weekend. But yeah. It already, I think it's already like at 38 mil or something. Which is... Which is pretty good for... A low opening for a Spider-Man movie. Well, that that's true. But this the, the problem is it's not a live action Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who are just like, oh... Oh, it's a little Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah. Uh, looks like fun. I'll take my kids one much, day. Much but more no, than a Spider-Man it's, cartoon. It's probably my favorite Spider-Man movie. I, I feel weird saying that because Spider-Man 2 has held that position for so long, and I didn't think anything could dethrone it, but this is probably going to dethrone it. I, I don't want to say that 100% yet, but I'm going to go see it like 20 more times, and it probably will dethrone it. I think it's my gonna... favorite animated film I've ever seen. Uh, it's probably my favorite film of the year. It's just, it's it's so good. I can't recommend it enough. I think we're going to go back and do a, um, uh, re- revive the Cinepals for one, for one, for a one-off and do all of Spider-Man again. Spider-Man retrospective. Yeah. Like his entire cinematic appearances. As a bonus episode. Yeah. As a bonus episode that you can get on Patreon. I think that we're, that we've got to do it. Yeah. Because this movie was so good. Yeah, and I'd like to talk about it a lot. Yeah, I wanna <laughs> I wanna talk about this movie. I wanna talk about Spider Man One, mm-hmm. Spider Man Two, Spider Man Three, The Amazing Spider Man, uh-huh. and The Amazing Spider Man Two, uh-huh. and Spider Man Homecoming. What about Captain America: Civil War? Captain America: Civil War has got to be in there. Yeah, Avengers: Infinity War. We've already talked about a lot. Yeah, but I'll true. talk about it again. <laughs> Did you see Infinity War, man? Yes. It was really good. We talked about it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd really like to talk about that and uh, Mission Impossible again, if okay. I could. Well, I'm sure our listeners will <laughs> love that. I hear Mike laughing knowingly. <laughs> yeah. He's in on it. Um, cool. <laughs> well, that was fun. That was a brief yeah. tangent about Spider-Man. We'll, uh, talk about, we'll talk about it more in depth. We'll save it for an in-depth uh, episode where this that's what you're signing up for. Yeah, <laughs> after... Not, I'd like to hear them talk about The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man, damn yeah. it. Again? Yeah. Uh... I mean, I'll probably throw it back in there again. I mean, also, I this episode is sponsored by Sony. Okay, we should say so that. <laughs> Sony, have you entered this... the Spider Verse? <laughs> I don't know how long this bit can go before we get letters or something. Uh, I will take it as long as it can <laughs> until we get until letters. We get letters. Yes. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. That's All right. right. Uh, cool. Well, <laughs> are you using your Sony Ericsson? No, of course not. This is a Google Pixel. Nice. <laughs> we are also sponsored by Google. Um, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> thanks for listening to us for a bit. But now we want to turn things over to you, because for every guest we have, we like to do a little segment we call, What's Your Story? 
So we'd like to know what your story is regarding The Simpsons. What was your relationship? What is your current relationship? What's a favorite episode, if you can think of one? That kind of thing. When did you stop watching The Simpsons, which is usually a thing. Uh, it might be never. Maybe you've watched every episode up until now. But most of the time, there's, <laughs> there's a clear answer to that question. So, uh, yeah, what's your story? I actually remember seeing one of the shorts on the Tracy Ullman show kind of by accident. It wasn't something I watched. Um, and not one of and not the one where Bart shoplifts, unfortunately. That would have been a nice segue, but too bad. <laughs> I remember being sick in bed with the chicken pox when I was eight years old. And I must have fallen asleep watching something. Then I wake up in this cartoon it's on, and it's the one where Bart gets a vase stuck on his head. Oh. Uh, fast forward to Fox starting to air these promo commercials about the Simpsons Christmas special. And I recognize Bart from this dumb short I saw that one time when I was sick. So... I started watching from day one, and then I was in fourth grade at the time, like Bart, so every Friday morning in school after a new episode aired, it was always, did you watch The Simpsons last night? So, And your parents let you? Yeah. Um, first season, I actually remember watching it with my parents. Uh, I distinctly remember my dad and I laughing hysterically when Homer's Trap flung that rabbit into the air, and that was the only funny part of that episode. That's yeah, correct. But, <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> and it's uh, but still I, the part that holds up today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had friends whose younger siblings weren't allowed to watch it. I remember my mom not wanting us to watch the George Carlin show, but that's the only thing I remember. Other than that, it was, they were just there to point out, oh, you had a night where well, maybe you should stop watching The Wrestler Who Buries People. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, so, Mike, I've never uh, spoken to you before. <laughs> Uh, nope. I've never met you before. Uh, you're, uh, according to Skype, <laughs> from the United States of America? <laughs> this is true. Is that wow. correct? That Foreign is land. true. I, I currently live in Florida. I'm sorry. The, su- the, sun, <laughs> the, sun, the sun State? Is that the nickname? I don't know the nickname. The Sunshine State. Oh, almost They never. prefer the Sunshine State. It's America's <laughs> wang. <laughs> It's a quote. It's from an episode. I, yes, okay. <laughs> it's from an excellent episode. Is it really? It's not. It's Is it not. the one where they go to Florida? Yeah, it's the one oh. they go to Florida and they kill the alligator. Kill the I, alligator. Stun I, the alligator. Yeah. I very much dislike that episode. How do you feel about that episode, Mike? Do you know what uh, it, it's passable. It's like the one with Kid Rock, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's during spring break. What did they get right? What did they get wrong? I I kind of blocked most of it out of my head because it's that was one of the recent ones, right? Well, <laughs> not it's, anymore. It's definitely a zombie Simpson era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. season yeah. fourteen or something. But now we're because I think you had. It, I think it was our mutual friend Justin who was on a few episodes ago, and he pointed at the Tomaco episode yes. as the stopping point. And I thought back, I'm like, you know what? That's it. I remember that Tomaco episode, and I remember I was in college at the time, and I was just like, nope, but I'm done. <laughs> yeah, no, don't want this anymore. That's I feel so like I think we should I think we should start giving Fonzie a break and start calling the jumping the shark moment the tomaco moment. <laughs> I would be into that. That talking yeah. the sheep or something. Because yeah. for me, it's always, uh, like I said this before, it's always specifically in that episode when the sheep says tomaco or is it a cow? Yeah, I can't remember anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that moment where I'm like, oh, they're like breaking reality too much for me to enjoy this and not in a funny way. And so mm-hmm. I like it's just a, a moment that's that clicked in my brain where I'm like, I don't like the show anymore. So, yeah, for me, it's like talking the sheep is the jump in the shark. There it is. <laughs> Do either of you remember you exactly what season that's in? 
I believe it's in 11. I think you're right. Yeah. That sounds right. Uh, see, the thing is, I actually enjoyed that episode when I saw it. Now, this is interesting because... It's got some good stuff in it. Yeah, it does. I, I, like, a lot of what we'll talk about when we get to season nine, there's, thing, there's moments I like in the episodes, but the episodes as a whole often fall flat or just an- annoy me enough that I don't enjoy the episode. Mm. But there's mm-hmm. things that I enjoy within it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's prime uh, jerk-ass Homer territory in, in my eyes. Uh, the whole glove slap thing is like the... Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the thing that people always kind of remember from that episode. Yeah. Uh, aside from, you know, Tamako itself. But that's just, that's the, one of those things where I'm like, I don't like Homer in this instance. He's just being a jerk. And so it's not interesting to me. Yeah. But, and uh, 11th season is correct. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite episode, Mike? I was thinking about that. I, Cape Fear is the mm-hmm. popular answer that I usually end up going to. Um, when I was actually thinking about it, I think Bart versus Australia might be the one I quote the most between <laughs> knifey spoony and I know those words, but that sign makes no sense. <laughs> uh, I love both of those episodes mm-hmm. uh, dearly. And it's interesting to me that both those episodes are uh, an example of the Simpsons go to place. The travel episode. Yeah. yeah. Do you like any other of the uh, Simpsons travel episodes? Oh, now i got to think about it. Um, clearly, clearly not the Florida one. Itchy and Scratchy no. Land is one. Itchy and Scratchy Land is a favorite uh, yeah. growing up because I live near Orlando. Yeah. So we went <laughs> to Bush Gardens the other day, and of course I said we parked in the Itchy lot. <laughs> yeah, every time. You, you have got to. It. You got it. You have to. I uh, say it I under had, my I, breath now because it's an obsessive thing that yeah. I do. And nobody I, likes when I do it. I had a, a very small twinge of jealousy just now, you mentioning that you went to Bush Gardens the other day. Uh, I know it's, I know it's normal for you, but for me, it's like, I have to, I have to book a plane. I have to, you know, pick out lodging. We have to go through customs. Oh boy. It's a whole to do. No, I'm, I'm well aware. My kids are completely spoiled. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. Um, no idea. (laughs) Do you do like a, like a, uh, yearly pass or whatever for like Disney or. Uh, not for Disney. Um, my father-in-law works for Disney, so we don't go a lot, but every once in a while he'll be able to, uh. Get, get us in. in so yeah what does he so do is he, our, is he an imagineer he is not oh. he, he no just <laughs> works in the magic kingdom um i was gonna say if he was then like you know can you can you put him on like i'd, I'd <laughs> like to talk to him <laughs> oh i would be shilling him on every podcast he was no an doubt yeah. <laughs> you would bump mike in the middle <laughs> well, yeah. of his own interview if he's got an imagineer waiting in the in the i would in bump. the ring yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, we do have the passes for SeaWorld and Bush Gardens. They work for both. So that's where we end up oh, going. And my kids are around that age where they're interested in all of that stuff. Yep. So it's perfect. Are they owned by the same company? I didn't realize that. They are. Oh. Interesting. Uh, anyway, this isn't uh, amusement park talk, even though it often devolves into it because uh, I love them. Uh, we are here to talk about. Marge Be Not Proud. That is correct. Which is the 11th episode of season seven. It is written by Mike Scully and directed by Stephen Dean Moore. And its original air date was December 17th, 1995. And like I said, this is only the second Christmas episode they ever did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird to think. It is. But I guess the reason is people, writers were afraid to tackle it. Uh, the concept of Christmas, uh, because the first episode was so iconic as being like a Christmas episode. And so they, they were like afraid to return to that well and like, you know. I mean, okay, <laughs> fine. 
That's, <laughs> hey, I'm not putting any uh, no, value I, on it. No, I'm just I, saying I, that's I, what yeah. I read. That's yeah, what that's. I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not. It's not an attack on you. <laughs> it's an attack on the people who said that. <laughs> sure. It's. I'm like okay. <laughs> fools. That's dumb. Is I think <laughs> the good word for that. Okay. I think um, you. It's well. It's not like it's not that iconic but hold on because you said that Mm. you don't like the christmas episodes so wouldn't you say like maybe it was the right choice to not do christmas episodes no i think if you do more of them you get better at it okay all right quality (laughs) under quantity quantity (laughs) comes first like i mean tree the treehouse episodes Mm -hmm. obviously we can draw some parallel to that in the sense that they did do a yearly halloween episode yeah um starting in season two but that's you know yeah. to be expected uh and and you know i noticed with a lot of sitcoms when i was growing up that was like so there was base there was always a halloween episode there was always a christmas episode and those were like the two big big like themed episodes there wasn't any other, like they they wouldn't do like easter episodes sometimes like, they would you know. do thanksgiving thanksgiving was another one that was yeah mm-hmm. sometimes but not as common i would say just cuz it's maybe cuz it's so, such close proximity to christmas if you're like a a sitcom like new girl or how i met your mother you're probably going to throw in a whole bunch of uh, thanksgiving episodes that's true uh just because it's all about family <laughs> it's the family you choose uh-huh I actually sounds like I, you I, have I, a lot I, of I actually, problems with it. I actually really like that sentiment. Okay, I think good. it's I think it's really lovely. You just need um, to say it that way because the cynic inside of you is uh, it grabs hold sometimes, crawling and refuses out. to let go. <laughs> I need help. Oh boy. Well, so this episode though, uh, Christmas themed, um, like I struggle calling it a Christmas episode per se it is obviously like it takes place around christmas there's christmas stuff but really it's a bart and marge episode mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um like they could and they could have done this story at any time in the year ar- arguably mm-hmm. uh of bart shoplifting and then you know marge dealing with that um i think it helps that because it's around christmas time him with the picture at the end, uh, you know, gives more credence to that because it's like, oh, it's a Christmas present versus just always oh, doing something nice. It's the emotional payoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is uh, of the Christmas episodes I can think of, which is obviously the first episode. This one, Miracle on Evergreen Terrace and Funzo. Funzo. Yeah. Uh, Gift of the Magi? Uh, yeah, a Grift of the Magi. Grift of the Magi. Of the Magi. Gift yeah. of the Magi is the, the actual real one. Thing. Yeah. 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 Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's when they started doing those uh, fun titles. Yeah. I mean, they did it the whole the whole time, but for some reason they seemed less uh, forced mm. in the golden years, and maybe that's my rose-colored glasses. But anyway, of those episodes that I can think of, this is the only one I like. <laughs> uh, Christmas, The Christmas-themed ones. Yeah, and it's... um. It's also one of the it's one of the harder ones for me to watch mm-hmm. uh, because it involves a mother's love being shaken <laughs> in her son, which uh, which we all know is something you relate to. Is some, I don't know. <laughs> you know, Stop. mother being disappointed Stop in her it. son. Stop or, it! <laughs> not understanding why he's doing the things he's doing. Uh. <laughs> not putting his marshmallows in his hot chocolate anymore no she stopped doing that at around that age <laughs> yep yeah 
But so, okay, so so it's hard for you to watch. But it would is. You, would you say you enjoy it, though? This think- time, mm-hmm. when I watched it, I've seen this episode, like, um, very much, like, just on syndication, like, so many times. And it's just, like, come up when people are like, oh, let's watch a Christmas episode of something. And I'm like, fine, let's watch this one. Because it is the best one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I watched this one this time around, and I loved it. Hmm. I loved it so much because I think... It stopped surprising me, Mm -hmm. right? I just accepted the story for what it was and that it has a lovely ending to it that is, uh, it it is earned and it is a really great moment. It affected me this time watching it um, more than it ever had. The ending, I mean, yeah, yeah, because it felt really like it was like, oh, I was, I was really in this episode for this ending because I knew it was coming. Whereas... The times I had watched it before, like on syndication, it was like, oh, this gives me a bad feeling. Hmm. Probably because there were commercials and like the commercials came like at really like awful spots. Like when sure. he's like, uh, I did it. Right. And, and she all sees the videos. Yeah. The whole video him. thing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're going to get put us on a commercial with that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Mike, what about you? What's your what's your take on the episode? This is definitely my favorite of the Christmas episodes that I can think of. I thought about it after I agreed to be on this one. I decided, well, is this like a top episode for me? And I <laughs> don't think I'd put it as a top episode. Yeah. But I do love watching Christmas TV every year. I have a whole podcast about Christmas specials. So, right. What's it called? Plug it. It's called the Advent Calendar House. It's at adventcalendar.house. <laughs> and it's a daily podcast from December 1st to the 24th. Daily. Daily. Say uh, it one more time. I only just do like it in December. So it's yeah. like 24 episodes that I work on through the year, and then they all come out, and it's a different Christmas special every day. That's great. And it's called the Advent Calendar House? Yes. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, So what was today's uh, surprise? If I was, you know, if I had my Advent Calendar up and I opened up my... Advent calendar for today, December seventeenth. Yeah, December seventeenth. Uh, what was the what was the Christmas special you guys did today? It was the Pinky and the Brain Christmas special. <laughs> Amazing. And I actually had uh, the friend that I had on, and one of them we had one who does a podcast called the Animania Cast, where he goes through every episode of Animaniacs. Oh wow! And then my friend Joey, who happened to interview Maurice Lamarche at a con recently in Pennsylvania, and he asked him what his favorite Christmas special was, and it was this one. So oh, nice. we kind of threw that in there very quickly. So That's awesome. Do we yeah. need to start going to cons, Alan? <laughs> no. Well. No? Okay. Just I send mean, other people, I go to and the, they can get the clips for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I go to the Calgary one. Yeah, that's, and that's what where, I mean. Like, that's, well, yeah, and I've met some voice actors I love there. Well. Maurice LaMarche has not been yet, but I did meet Rob Paulson, so the other half of Pinky and the Brain. Well, take the Zoom next time. Okay. And... Get them on record. Uh, well, I mean, I think you could have to like schedule time. You can't just be like, "Hey, can I, hey, you got 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 a half hour? You want, you want to chat?" Like, uh, I'm just autographs. go up to them and don't leave. All right. Well, I'll let you handle that. <laughs> no, I'm shy. <laughs> Clearly, I I talk a big game. I'll mm-hmm. never follow through. Yeah. Don't just agree with I'm, me. <laughs> I feel like we've we've gone off topic. Mike was uh, in the middle of. A, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> No, that was pretty much it. This is yeah. my favorite of the Simpsons Christmas. Episodes. And you like Chris, Christmas specials, obviously, uh, in general. 
so that that helps. Uh, how do you how do you feel about some of the other Christmas ones uh, of the Simpsons? I should say. Have you done any of those on the on your podcast? I haven't. Oh. Um, because you guys have been doing such a great job here. So it's kind <laughs> oh, of like, well. well. Oh, well. Oh, stop. Go on. <laughs> please, please go on. I need this. I remember Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. I remember liking it, but again, it's that season nine uh, area that. I believe it is season nine. You've kind and... of been reminding me that it hasn't <laughs> been as great as I remember it in my rose colored classes and not seeing it for a very, very long time. So, yeah. Well, that one, uh, not to go too far into the future because we'll talk about it in a full episode but that one like just kind of bums me out me too um this one at the very least it's it's got some some like bummer parts i guess like there's parts where you're like oh like you feel bad you know in your soul but uh, it all makes sense by like, the it's end all it all motivated it, well yeah that too but also by the end like yeah. everything is like uh, rectified in my eyes you know yeah whereas with miracle mm-hmm. and evergreen terrace it's almost like they're just like well, we ran out of time, so uh, hey, a rag. <laughs> uh, see, family's important, right? Anyway, goodbye. Like, they try to cram in, like, a quote-unquote lesson right at the end there and also try and be funny with it, and it just doesn't work for me because I'm like, yeah, but you still burn down everything and the town hates you and, you know, oh, they like you now because they stole all your things. Ah, it's just everything's a bummer in that episode. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it really, it really <laughs> is. <laughs> Oy. And it's. I mean, and then it's, I it's, just remember Grift of the Magi being a hard pass, and was yeah. just like the Halloween episode that ended with them singing "Charlie Brown Christmas" <laughs> is better than that. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, Grift of the Magi is a surprise Christmas episode because it doesn't start out being that way right, it's at just, all. They're just at the mall, right? And then they, hey, would you kids like to come with me? <laughs> well, that's uh, that's itchy and scratchy and poochy. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of the different. Uh, Right, because they get the the testing done in in class. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm confusing the two. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah sure. I just like we'll that come with you. Why, you why not? Kids like to come with me. It's a great episode. It's, it is yeah. the one you're referring to. You're right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway, um. Well, okay. This episode. Yeah. What about it? I mean the the crux of it is Bart shoplifts. Yeah. I wanted to ask, have you ever shoplifted? Have you ever experienced what Bart went through in this episode? This this isn't. I'm not a cop. Like I'm not. This isn't a sting. You have to tell me <laughs> if you. I are. don't think I ever have. Uh, Mike, I have friends who have. I have no. a brother who did, and now he is banned from the Shoprite in New Jersey, where he doesn't live anymore. So, <laughs> so they actually for do that six months. Uh, well, they said for life, so I don't know if he ever decides to go back to that shop, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I, if if you guys have don't have fun stories, I can tell you my fun yeah. past. Yeah, do it. Of, oh, good. Of a miscreant. Um, when I was in uh, middle school, I was uh, lonely. I was uh, not very popular, and I fell into it with the quote unquote wrong crowd. Um, only because they seemed to, you know, accept me and they, they were like, oh, like, yeah, we just like to have fun. And I'm like, cool. I like to have fun too. I'm going to be a cool kid too. And I got in a lot of, like, I did a lot of bad things with those kids. Um, were you a ditch kid? I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, did you, the, ha- did you hang out in like back ditch? alleys, no. ditches and no, we just culverts? Oh. <laughs> like Edward <laughs> Furlong like in Terminator school. 2. Ditching school? No, I didn't. I didn't ditch school. Um, 
it would just be like little things. Honestly, it was like it was very minor when I look back at it. But at the time, I just felt like this is how I need to be accepted. Kind of like how Bart feels in, you know, in this episode with the bullies. And I would I would steal like tiny things from like convenience stores, uh, packs of gum, chocolate bars, that kind of thing. Uh, the worst thing I ever stole, it was this like whole operation that my friend told me about. So my friend, uh, obviously I will not name any names, but my friend was like, let's call him James Wade. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I was not friends with him at at this time. Exactly. Okay. So James Wade and I, (laughs) but I need, uh, it helps me paint the picture. (laughs) Jeez. Um, no, I don't like doing that. Um, let's just call him Bart. Okay. Right. right? Perfect. Make it easier. Uh, so my friend Bart basically told me that he had this like thing that he'd like to do. So in my hometown, Lethbridge, Alberta, there was a, uh, video update rental store. Oh yeah. Uh, right next to an office depot. Now the office depot at the time sold computer games like uh, PC games. Yeah. 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 Um, and they were like, you know, 60 bucks. Oh, yeah. PC games were expensive at yeah. the time. I mean, they, I guess they still are probably. I don't know. They People really are. on Steam now. But, yeah. um, They're still like 70 to $80 now. Yeah, like the big ones. Anyway, uh, at the video update, they also rented video games. Like they would rent out video games, right? I think I know what you're about to do. <laughs> and it's brilliant. So this, and again, this is not me. This is Bart. Bart yeah. made, like discovered this system or came yeah, up yeah, with yeah. whatever. But he was like, okay, so what we do is we go and rent a video game, you know, eight bucks or whatever. Actually, it was probably way less at that time. Um, oh, yeah. Like probably five bucks. Go rent a video game. It comes in one of those like video update cases, right? You go into the Office Depot with that case. So everyone knows you have a rented video game in your hand. You go to the computer section, the computer game section, and you find the boxes. Because at this time, they still kept the CDs, the CD-ROMs inside the boxes on the shelves. You find the box, you, you know, subtly open it up, take the uh, CD-ROM out of the case and put it in your video game rental case and then put the box back. So as you're walking out, you're walking out with the same case you came in with, but now there's a computer game in there. And I remember doing like, he told me about this and and he was like, let's go do it. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And so (laughs) I remember stealing Tomb Raider 2. Uh, the hit game at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I, and so like it all worked flawlessly. There was no issues or anything. Uh, and then there was like the kind of three men in a comic book thing where it's like who gets the game first. And I think at the time I was like, uh, I was like I'd really like to play it. So like I'll take it home. I took it home and I like didn't really like it. <laughs> but but at no <laughs> point did Bart ever be like you know hey can I have that game now? I'd like to play it. And so it just sat at my house for a while. And then at one point a different kid, let's call him Millhouse, was like. Uh, hey, I'd really like Tomb Raider 2, and I see that you have it. Like, he was at my house. I was like, do you want to buy it from me? (laughs) (laughs) 20 bucks. (laughs) Holy shit. So he gave me 20 bucks for the game that I paid no money for, and then Bart was furious. (laughs) He's like, that was our game. Like, And I remember being like, what are you going to do, tell anyone? (laughs) (laughs) So that's my uh, my little uh, dalliance, dalliance into uh, crime. Oh, I love it. Yep. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, and then, so to bring it back to the episode a little bit. That just gave me a thrill. <laughs> <laughs> I should have stole shit when I was a kid. 
Oh, it feels great. I had a friend until I had you a get friend caught. Who told everyone that I stole shit oh. from the hardware store he worked at? And she's like, "Oh yeah, Mike stole drill bits from the hardware <laughs> store. What am I gonna do with drill bits?" Yeah, that's a fun game to so play. So now I'm sure there are people I went to high school with to this day think I'm the guy who stole drill <laughs> stole bits. Drill, from old this drill bit, Mike. <laughs> Um, that's what. The, that's uh, why I moved a thousand miles away. From <laughs> that's right. They made a movie about you. Yeah, change your name to Taylor. But <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it feels great until you get caught. Now to bring it back to the episode a bit. Yeah, there was one time when I was very young uh, when I took a loony from my teacher's desk because no one was around, and I'm like, and at the time I was like, loonies, oh, I could get so much candy with that. I took a loony. And, it's the age of penny candy. Yeah, and she found out. She came and confronted me, and uh, I eventually relented. Like, my conscience, you know, ate away too much. At first, I was like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. And she could tell I was lying. And eventually, I, you know, started crying. And I'm like, yeah, I did it. And then, you know, I got sent to the principal's office. My mom got called. All this kind of stuff. And I remember that moment where my mom, for, and like at this, like now as an adult, I'm like, it was a loony. But it was just the, the, the uh, fact that I did it. My mom was in tears. Yeah. Like she was not happy about my, and I was, I felt so bad. And so that's kind of like how I relate to this episode too, where I just see that like, uh, Marge saying, you know, I guess like he got away from me or whatever, that kind of thing where it's just like, yeah, that's a tough thing to, to, I mean, I don't know as a parent, but as a kid seeing that in my parent, um, it was a tough thing to deal with. And, uh, I never stole again until, <laughs> until I'd fell in with the wrong crowd. And then I stopped again because I felt bad. Yeah. Yeah. But that yeah. was the time I got caught. <laughs> How about you, Mike? Have your kids stolen anything? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, mm. Not that you know of. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I know of. The closest I can come with, my oldest is eight now. Uh, and when she was seven, she had taken an iPad from our house and put it in her backpack so she could play with it on the bus and not tell anybody. Okay. But that's it. That's, that's Yeah, that's not, I mean, I guess I don't know the full story, but it seems more as just like, oh, I'd like to play this. And pretty much. <laughs> less of a like, oh, I'm, this is mine now. I'm taking it forever. But yeah, yeah I, mean, no, I don't know. I was. <laughs> so I would you take, raised some good kids so far. I would take the so big far. coins. <laughs> the what? I would take the big coins from our. bitcoins. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm a Bitcoin thief. We should probably talk about this offline, but (laughs) fuck it. Um, I hacked a Bitcoin (laughs) machine in Edmonton (laughs) and I have just 65 Bitcoin. Oh, cool. Can I have one? Yeah. Great. That's, I, that's why you, when you said last, last episode that we were sponsored by Bitcoin, I was like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Uh, Get them on our radar. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you know what? I, it's uh, full disclosure. It's a podcast, right? Yeah. It's just like we're like Keith and the girl. I don't know what that is. Ah, well, <laughs> check it out. It's another podcast, I presume. Yeah, it is. About someone named Keith and some girl. That's exactly right. Great. Yeah. That's <laughs> exactly what's on the tin. <laughs> Nuts and gum. <laughs> Together, <laughs> so, yeah, I used to steal the, the big coins from our... Um, from our like family coin jar. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. No, oh, like, okay. lo- like the one they would, like my parents would put in the like kitchen. Yeah. Big, yeah, big change jar. Yeah. And like, if you see a toonie mm-hmm. in there or I guess yeah. a loony, or I would whatever. always just grab it. Like, Oh, that's mine. Yeah. Like, yeah, how are you going to prove it? <laughs> I, well, I, well, the thing is I would, <laughs> there's spend, so many, I would spend it. I would 100% of the time spend it on lunch at, oh. at school. So really it's day. just because your parents weren't feeding you. <laughs> 
No, it was because it's I, their fault. It's what because you're I didn't want to make myself a lunch. This was in high school. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's fair. That's all. Um, <laughs> that is literally, and I felt so bad doing it as well. Yeah, because like whenever I would have like anything to put in it, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe a penny, but then I was like, oh, I can use this penny to make a nickel. Right. Well, and then you were like, you know, in in twenty some years, those are going to be obsolete anyway. Absolutely, because you had that fourth foresight. Jesus. Good, good one. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get the word out. Yeah, sorry. It's too much blood on the knob. <laughs> let's uh, let's continue on. Yeah. To um, so yes, the that was plot, Alan's crime corner. I loved it. Um, that's like uh, it's right across from the conspiracy corner. That's right. Yeah. Uh, they go hand in hand sometimes. <laughs> let's I don't know about, how how many other times I'll be able to get in that corner but we'll find out we'll find out yeah gotta start committing some crimes yeah subscribe to find out more (laughs) now uh the yeah the crux of it is the shoplifting and the main event happens of course at the try and save do we ever see it again i think it's mentioned at least once again i like i have that recollection in my brain but i don't know 100 percent. and the person who catches it well the reason he he steals something is because it was buy me bone storm or go to hell right it's the hot new video yes. game which looks like a shitty mortal Kombat. it's exactly that <laughs> but, i remember know. even as a kid i was like that doesn't that game doesn't look that fun it just seems like an overdone thing yeah that looks well, like I just remember, like the the commercial i like we can talk about the commercial a bit um, with the buff Santa coming in, uh, you know, shove this up your stocking. And it's like, get away from me. <laughs> Does one of them say, get away from I me? Think so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> plows through the wall yeah. with these giant horned reindeer. Oh yeah. He's like the game reindeer. they were playing before he burst in looked more fun than bone storm. It exactly. looked exactly the it same, looked the same. To me. Yeah. yeah. But, but I just remember just like fun. the, the, the quality of the, and I th- and I, I wonder if this was intentional by the the animators. Uh, the the quality of the uh, commercial seems way higher than the quality of the game, and like that could be a subtle commentary on the you know advertising versus product, where it's like you put all your money in advertising, you don't need to have a good product because everyone will buy it. Um, and in the video game industry at this time, uh, was it ninety five? It was yeah. Uh, was was a Super NES out by then? Yes, I think I think maybe just came out that year or maybe the year before. Anyway, no, I think Super NES came out around ninety two. Okay, so yeah, so so isn't that generation of of video gaming? But Mm -hmm. but I do remember like thinking, man, all all, everything leading up to showing the actual game in this commercial was got me so so hyped, right? And then it shows the game, (laughs) and I'm like, oh, okay, well. You completely and understand then, <laughs> why Millhouse is bored of it before well, the episode's over. Exactly, but also yeah. the only other thing we see of the game in the episode is Thrill House yeah. <laughs> entering the name, <laughs> which I also remember thinking, "This oh, like really cool." And then oh, it's just entering a name and doesn't even have that many characters. Okay, <laughs> Thrillho is what I named my first horse in Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. <laughs> They're going to say first child. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, got a horse. Realized you can only name it up to eight or nine characters. Well, going with this well, joke. Thrill ho. Thrill ho. Um, yeah. Which was uh, also a joke that kind of, that I, I wasn't sure if I got at the time. I remember being like, I think I understand. Like, he wanted to write Thrill House, but it didn't have enough letters, but I'm not 100% sure. So I'm going to go with that. I absolutely got it just because <laughs> I played way too many video games. Right. And yeah, that was, I, I do remember that being a, a point of contention often when you could name your own things. 
It's like, oh, I can't name him Lord Featherbottom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ass face, balls, chin. Sure. <laughs> what you would name him. <laughs> it is like the 90s home console version of I made my initial spell ass. Yeah. That's exactly, exactly yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Um or naming uh you know Gary in Pokemon ass face. Or yeah. Something. yeah. This is my this is my grandson ass face. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, ha ha got ya. Uh butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> name him butt stuff. Uh, and then, uh, you know, video game developers got wise and started making it so that you couldn't do that. I can't, I think it was a, like, there's a Spider-Man game, I'm pretty sure, where you, if you write in something naughty, Spider-Man, like, like, erases it with his web and, like, does, like, a finger wag or something. Oh, yeah, that's totally right, yeah. <laughs> I think that's Spider-Man 2. I think so, yeah. The, one of the, one of the best ones. That's the only other good one. Aside right? from the recent one. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so the, so we have this Bone Storm game, mm-hmm. which again we don't see too much of, but it's a hot game, and that's really all that matters is that Bart really wants it, yeah, because that's you know that's what advertising is telling him that he needs. And this is a first in a while, but we have the first appearance of Gavin. Oh, I the can't. wait, has he appeared before? I don't think so. Oh, sorry, you said first appearance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the way you preface it with it's been a while for a moment i thought you meant like it's been a while since you've seen him oh no and then my brain caught up to the full sentence you said good okay (laughs) so i'm smart great it's been a while um yeah gavin uh he comes back though is that yeah yeah that's what i mean like this is the first time he's there but it's always the same joke yeah like his mom is doting on him and he's like shut up mom yeah i do love that show (laughs) It is really funny. <laughs> that must be the happiest kid in the world. <laughs> like, I'm surprised as a parent living in Orlando that I don't see more Gavins running around <laughs> yelling, shut up, mom. Yeah, right? <laughs> there are a lot of Gavins moms, but the kids are generally more respectful to their parents. Yeah, I feel like I saw a couple Gavins when I worked at uh, EB Games for a oh, while. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, it's it's maybe it's that culture, like the video game culture that breeds it more so. Maybe. That could be. But or maybe it's just you know more obvious in that people who context. want a active babysitter, yeah, but don't want to pay ten bucks an hour mm-hmm. or eight dollars <laughs> for the night, and you get two popsicles from the fridge. <laughs> Three, two, <laughs> all okay, right, two. I get to keep this rusty birdcage. Fine, still got it. Uh, we just watched that episode, didn't we? Yeah. Which one was that again? That was uh, Marge on the Lamb. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> It was a while ago. That was actually a while ago then, yeah. 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 <laughs> Man, it all feels like recent. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Anyways. So, try and save. Yeah, we meet Don Brodka. Don Brodka, voiced by Lawrence Tierney. Oh, God. Let's talk about Lawrence Tierney <laughs> for a moment. Let's do. Please. <laughs> let's talk about Lawrence Tierney, Noted one of the craziest guy. people yes. in Hollywood. So... However he got a career... <laughs> Is he's a tough guy. insane to me. They're like, oh, look at this tough guy with his like cool tough voice. Let's put him in movies. But he's like a, actually a crazy person. Yeah, he's that. But that's what it works. It does. It works it's, on it's on crazy. Film. Um, <laughs> so apparently, he, he was a nightmare to to work with. Of course, yeah. That's the only thing is. I ever hear <laughs> yeah. about Lawrence Tierney. Like Quentin there's Tarantino. There's a Seinfeld episode where where he's Elaine's dad. Yeah, and, and he's the same never thing. seen like, again. Yeah, because they're like that was a nightmare. Yeah, we were terrified of our lives. Yeah, because he's a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, but he <laughs> apparently wanted to do like a weird Southern accent. Okay. <laughs> <in this episode. laughs> I did read that. <laughs> I was like, what? And I wish there was like audio of it, but I, I think they probably weren't recording. He's like, Hey, what have I did in this? And they're like, mm, can you just do your, your voice that we like? <laughs> the one um, we hired you for? Yeah. And he also would refuse to do lines if he didn't understand the joke. And uh, so there was a lot of issues with <laughs> I think they said uh, the answering machine message joke was one that they had a lot of trouble getting him to do. It seems that way. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is a joke I actually really like. It is funny. I think it, and I think possibly because he is kind of tentative to do it, it seems, it makes it funnier almost. <laughs> Because it's just like this weird disconnected, like, oh, this is just how this guy talks. <laughs> That's right. I it's bet he Ken wouldn't. Griffey Jr. Yeah, I bet That's he right, wouldn't yeah. even ask to be like, I don't get this joke. <laughs> he probably wouldn't ask, can someone explain it to me? He would probably be like, cut it. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm not doing that one. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of need you to do the answering machine one because it is a plot point. Yeah, so exactly. do it. <laughs> Um, but I think that they, uh, you know, one of the, like Mike Scully or someone said that, uh, in the end, this is one of his favorite guest performances. Like the, the process was shitty, but like getting him to do this and have it turn out the way it did was like, it is a a really great one-off character. I think so too. And the thing I actually remember most about this episode. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a memorable character, Don Brodka. Like yeah. I that's a name I will never forget. No, it's a great name. <laughs> and they're like they're really upfront about it. They have it on like his placard and everything mm-hmm. on his desk, like Happablap. They that's really right. wanted yeah. you to know. They want it's you a know. writer's room name. <laughs> yeah, sure. Don it's gotta Brodka. be Don Brodka. Mall security. That's right. Don Brodka. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'll try, try to have, have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> they were at home. I left the message. <laughs> It's so good. It's like, because when I was a kid watching this, I was so afraid of getting into the situation that Bart was in. Mm -hmm. I think this episode Mm. actually prevented me from doing anything like that ever. Because it was was too late for me. Yeah, you were a (laughs) lost cause. I was was still like seven, so I was still (laughs) fine. But when I saw this... a rough and tumble 10-year-old. Yeah. (laughs) Well... When I saw this episode, I was so afraid of ending up in a security office and then having to deal with my parents and then having my mother not love me anymore. <laughs> oh. That would have been like the scariest thing yeah. in the world. Well, I'm glad that uh, two of those three right. ain't bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Merry Christmas, everyone. That's right. This is our Christmas, this episode. Is a Christmas episode. Yuletide Greetings? cheer. I don't know. And <laughs> sleigh bells in the snow. Sure. Are you, are you listening? I'm listening for <laughs> wow. Simpsons. I don't know what's happening. Christmas. Uh, do you want to know? Do you want to know what the other video games were in the store? I know one of them is Canasta Master. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Uh, so there's electronic. That's the one I remembered. I, I remember taking note of them. Sure, electronic biathlon. Yeah, Canasta Master. <laughs> yeah, uh, Operation Rescue. Yeah, Angus Podgorny's Caper Toss. <laughs> <laughs> For all the Scott Scots out there, uh, swim meet. A, <laughs> a streetcar named Death. Death. Yeah. 
<laughs> celebrity autopsy. Oh boy. Robot stampede. And then two maybe thematically similar ones, Sim Reich. Oh, 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 oh. And save Hitler's brain. <laughs> right next to each other. Yep. <laughs> well, it's alphabetical. Uh, it's funny. Um, <laughs> now, which one of those are you most interested in seeing? Uh, you know, I think a streetcar named Death. I was going to say the same <laughs> yep. thing. Yeah. I would it's love great. to say, I would love to play that game. Like if it was a AAA title now. Yeah. It seems like it would be like a, like a twisted metal Maybe. Oh yeah, like probably. a car, car, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, combat game. I would just really love it if you could play through <laughs> an open world version of a streetcar named Desire, <laughs> but and like kill people. Yeah, like, why is death Pretty in much. there? <laughs> you know, you could either it's play just like it, a GTA, but like in the setting of yeah, you new, could well, you could play it, you could play it normally. Like if you knew the whole thing, like mm-hmm. you have dialogue trees, and like one of them is the right one, the other one enters, ends in death. <laughs> Or you get sent to a crazy house. Well, you get sent to the crazy house either way. Oh, right. <laughs> it's got to follow the story. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Those are uh, man. Some of those. Some of those uh, pause jokes got by me, you know, because it's not something I cared about, and now I do. Now that I do this podcast, in honor of our savior, try and save will be open all day Christmas Day. That. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is the joke. That is the sign <laughs> joke outside of the try and save. That's right. And you see it a bunch in this episode, and I think it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. It is funny, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because now it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, is Walmart's are, not open? I was going to say, are there many places like I mean, you know, Canada versus U.S. There's probably some differences, but are there many places in uh, where you live, Mike, that are open on Christmas Day? I'd say a few. I, it's pretty split. Yeah, evenly, but but there are a few, and I remember they even. Um, a Hollywood video back in the 90s would be open on Christmas Day for my dumbass who didn't get batteries <laughs> or like the expansion pack right. for the Nintendo 64 or whatever. Oh boy. What a what a chump you were. You were a lifesaver. <laughs> um there was a, there's a uh, <laughs> a 24-hour pizza place here in town that I know on, is literally open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. I know only because I ordered pizza at 2 a.m. on Christmas Day once. <laughs> Where is this? Uh, Chicago Deep Dish. For real? <laughs> yeah. Ew. And I was like, I need I need pizza, and it's Christmas Day. What am I going to do? And then I was like, hey, this place is open. And I remember like the guy, the, the poor delivery man coming, and I gave him a really big tip because I'm like, why are you working today? <laughs> there can't be too many people who are doing what I'm doing. But maybe there is. Maybe there's a lot of lonely people out there. Anyway. <laughs> this has been a really sad episode of Two Bad Neighbors. <laughs> Really getting into our psyches today. <laughs> um, Troy McClure. Yeah, he shows up. He's, he's got a little For little bit. a very brief moment <laughs> um, to uh, settle his plea deal. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, but we get some more filmography of Troy McClure. Yeah. So we got Designated Drivers, the life-saving nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Phony Tornado Alarms, Reduce Readiness. <laughs> so... I really, I really like designated drivers' life saving. Yeah, I need to see that because it's such a like backhanded compliment. It's, it's like, really it's like you guys are doing a good work, but you're a fucking nerd, <laughs> you loser. You should drink more. Yeah, why don't you drink, you nerd? nerd. Thanks for saving my life, you nerd. Nerd. <laughs> oh man, I just watched a part of that episode. 
Homer, Homer goes to college. Yeah, Homer yeah. goes to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nerd part, to be specific. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> you know, I shout that sometimes as a joke, and a lot of people don't get it, and I feel bad because they're like, "Why is that guy just yelling nerd at me?" I've been um, stopping myself <laughs> uh, before I say anything. <laughs> That is quote related and start thinking about the company I keep. Sure. And well, I do it like in a crowd and I think there's gotta be some, you know, average Simpsons fans probably like Lisa needs braces. Yeah. Yeah. That, that whole, that whole gimmick. Yeah. But anyway, but then I realized afterwards, like for all the ones who don't get it, they're just like, that's guys, that guy's a jerk. Yeah. That's why you yell Lisa needs braces. Sure. Why must you turn my office into a house of <laughs> lies? <laughs> That's the one I usually go to. Uh, the dentist is great. Oh, he's the best. Should have brought him back. Um, where were we? Oops, I left the gas. We yeah, were on so Troy I want McClure. I wanted to t- <laughs> completing his oh, yeah. plea bargain so, with the good people at Foot Locker of Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> so the the whole like shoplifting history or whatever. Oh, yeah, lifting up shops to get the delicious <laughs> olives underneath. Yes. Oh, I can't remember his name. Will you ever learn? Uh, it was a big, long one. Yeah, one of those, one of those names. Um, I <laughs> meant to research this, and I didn't. Is this true? No. Okay. <laughs> this is, again, we talked about last episode, one of those things that was plausible to me as a child, and now as an adult, that I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Lifting shops, shoplifter, yeah. sure. Yeah, of course. Um, but I have no idea what the... I guess just, like, lifting things from a shop is literally the only... The etymology. This is too bad etymologist, by the way. Oh, this is also where the uh, four-finger discount comes from this episode. That's right. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, you know... Don't search it they, on iTunes. They <laughs> don't, don't do it. Jeez. <laughs> don't listen to others. Stay podcasts. with us. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's that I think I learned of the term five finger discount from this episode mm. because like I put, put that together that like <laughs> four finger discount. That doesn't make sense. Oh, because they have four fingers. Wait a minute. It all made sense. Um, yeah, <laughs> good, good, good story. Alan. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. So I did want to talk about kind of the next part of the episode, which is the, Bart and Marge dynamic changing. Yeah. Right? So this is when, this is the the part of the episode where it like, it bums me out. Me too. But obviously we get the, um, what's the, what's that theater word? Denouement. <laughs> I guess I should have been more specific. Uh, <laughs> Catharsis? Yes. Thank you. Catharsis. <laughs> All right. Hey, second try. You knew what I was talking about. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we get the catharsis by the end of the episode, so That's why it, it's okay. Yeah. But, this this part is really really tough because even just like the immediately after like Homer yells at him and that was the thing too with me right like my my family dynamic was similar my dad would yell you know he'd mm-hmm. get very angry yeah. and that would be shitty but it would hurt way more when my mom would just be like silent and disappointed yes you know and it's like I want like can you just yell at me like dad does because that'll make me feel like I understand this this whole situation better and then it's over. Yeah. Because yeah. by the time Homer's finished yelling at him, he forgot <laughs> what he was yelling about. Stay away from my booth. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I mean, they even I have... i got to talk real quick before I forget <laughs> no. about what he's writing in their bedroom when they're talking about his punishment. Oh, yeah. You okay. think he's writing down a list of things 
You think he's brainstorming, but he's drawing a picture of a robot with <laughs> roasting something over a garbage can on fire. Like That's roasting so weird. a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Please make that the thumbnail. I, I, will, I will do my best if I can find it. Um... <laughs> it's so I guess I got Frankiac. I can find anything. we feels good to help people. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> He's got his uh, his his glasses on. The classic. That's uh, the best part. Homer in bed. Yeah. Doing math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and instead, it's a drawing. Yeah, that's great. That was me today. Yeah. Only drawing in- stuff. Only instead of drawing stuff, I was editing a podcast. Oh, okay. It's a very <laughs> different activity. I was wearing glasses in bed. <laughs> Oh, that's the part you were drawing. Yeah. Too. <laughs> it's like, oh, Homer's drawing in bed. Yeah, that was me today, except instead of drawing in bed, I was playing soccer. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I was wearing glasses <laughs> while I was playing soccer. And roasting a hot dog over a camp <laughs> That's <bar>. right. <laughs> no, um, I was the robot. Good. Right. Uh, he has that conversation with Lisa, right, where she basically tells him, like, that this is actually... Yeah, like he's like, oh man, got got off pretty pretty easy. Doesn't wipe clean like this uh, oh, bathroom sink mat. <laughs> Absorb it. Oh, that is the grossest. That is so thing. gross. I hate it so much. I actually really liked that moment. It shows oh, yeah. them brushing their teeth and yeah. being like, this is their routine, and they like talk to each other. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel like they do this every night, and they talk to each other every night before bed. At the very least, they talk like the if something big happens in the family like this, like yeah, they'll, they'll talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel like she's she's still with him. Yeah. She never turns against him until she does. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really funny. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was a really great moment. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and then we get the first kind of Marge's feeling weird about Bart moment with the this uh, tuck in tuck in train or whatever. Yeah. Right? Which we got the yeah. earlier in the episode we had we saw it. And it was very very motherly and very, you know, he's my little boy yep. kind of thing. And so, like, it has that shift where she, she's like, well, like, he's not a little boy anymore. Like, he's he's not, an, he's not an adult. He's not a boy, not yet a woman. But he is not the same guy. <laughs> Just snuck that in there. Um, <laughs> Took me a second. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't tell if Greg cared or got it but oh i got it okay good (laughs) (laughs) you know nice chuckle would help me i smiled you just can't see me behind this big ass thing get that screen out of your mic (laughs) there you go (laughs) okay no wait that's weird put it back there we go i don't like looking at your face yeah it's bad um the tuck-in train so she she he hears her doing it to lisa right and then he actually like I I never noticed this until I watched it this time. He actually like removes his sheets so she can do like because he, he's kind of like oh boy here we go. But you can tell secretly he's like at least you know back to normalcy. And so when she does just that good night and closes the door, that's like ooh that stings. Yeah, that's chilling. Yeah. And uh, the next one is the marshmallows, yeah. <laughs> which is a very funny <laughs> gag. Um, that I've always like wanted secretly wanted to happen in my life. <laughs> it's like it to like create this like marshmallow chocolate uh cake. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. Ooh, cut me a slice. Uh and what else? There's the snow people, snow family. That's the most depressing <laughs> one. Yeah. 
<laughs> is there another one though? Or is that kind of the? Oh, she. He says like, "It's mom. She's laughing. She's happy again." Right. And uh, of course, he went to um, Millhouse's place and right. That's what happened in between. And yeah, yeah. Put stamps on Christmas cards with Luann. Which Tell is me I'm good. Really Tell me I'm good. <laughs> upsetting. Uh huh. But I get it. Yeah. He's looking for that motherly figure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but I, just, I remember thinking it's very funny, but very sad at the same time. Yeah. The tell me I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's walking that line. The snow people thing. Yeah. Uh, he, it's like oh, looking man. into a snow mirror. And we left you some snow under the car. It's the slush <sighs> and a crow comes. It's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> it's. Uh, and then All he, of my snowmen ha- ever have been. Almost as sad as Bart's. Actually, no, they've been sadder because he, he still has the detailed hair. Right. And well, Lisa's how- has perfect hair spikes and a beaded necklace. I, <laughs> one time I put eyes and a mouth on a mound of snow, stuck mittens on a pair of sticks, took a picture of it for my daughter who has never seen snow because she lives in Florida and uh-huh. she loved it. <laughs> but, That's hilarious. Well, where, where were you from originally before you moved to Florida? New Jersey. Snow's there quite a bit? Uh, enough. It's kind of just like, south enough where it doesn't snow as like, often like as every, it does. Yeah. Yeah. But like, do you get, would you, would you say, uh, like every Christmas there's at least one snowfall or is that even? No. Like a, no. Okay. No. Maybe if I'm lucky sometime in January. Gotcha. Interesting. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the trade off, man. We, yeah, we want snow at Christmas. We got to have it five other months of the year. That's, that's Yeah. <laughs> It's worth it. I'm good. It's yeah. totally, it's totally <laughs> worth it. I promise it's worth it. Uh-huh. Uh, um, I mean, if I like skiing, then maybe I'd enjoy it more. Skiing's great. <laughs> See, people like it. I don't know. I'm not good at it. No, me neither. It's um, also dangerous if you're not good at it. Well, yeah. yeah. A, like, lot of, a lot of things are, really. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah, like tightrope walking. <laughs> sure. Anything in the circus, really. Uh-huh. Bungee jumping. Magic. <laughs> super dangerous if you're not good at it yeah I mean, if i learned anything from death TV by magic shows. yeah yeah he could have died in every one of those episodes <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about it's a new netflix program oh geez it's a guy who's doing like death defying magic stuff yeah yeah like the ones that have killed magicians throughout history <laughs> Ooh. he's doing them and maybe he'll die. In an maybe episode. he'll die. Let's see if i'll die this time <laughs> it's grotesque it'd be great if they're it's just like uh, season two is canceled He's uh, dead. For, yeah, he, he died in one of the episodes. We don't want to air it. Um, <laughs> you don't think they'd air that? <laughs> no. In this sick fucking oh economy that we've got? Of course they Netflix would. Netflix is now a snuff channel. There's <laughs> snuff, <laughs> snuff streaming to combat Disney's new... They call it Netflix X. Yeah. Uh, that's like idiocracy level future bleakness anyway uh bart's sad yeah he sure is <laughs> so he decides to go back to the try and save and just do something really really beautiful yeah uh and i do like how the uh the episode kind of does uh fool the viewer a bit yep right like because what does he say he's like oh, i'll show them how much of an adult i can be or something and you think oh, i'll show them what this black sheep can do sure that's what it is mm-hmm. You think, oh, like he's going to go, you know, do something worse or Gets me every time. steal something again, yeah. you know, which obviously is what they want you to think because that's what Marge thinks. Um, 
And then, yeah, I just love the, like, that whole exchange where she's like, Bart, what do you have on your coat? Not again. Like, you know, and it's like, you can sense both of their uh, motivations in this moment. He really wants to hide it because it wants to be a surprise. But she just thinks, oh, this little shit has <laughs> done it again. Yeah. Um, Get a ma. That's <laughs> part of the very... <laughs> It's it's like stuck in my brain for like so long that <laughs> get him ma. It's like this weird character shift for Homer where suddenly he's this bumpkin. Um, but uh, I love it. I I feel like never see it again. Yeah, well, it's a. I feel like it's a thing that he himself is putting on. Right. Like he like the character is sure. referencing something. Yeah. Sure. It feels like that to me. Yeah, that's fair. Which I think is very very funny. And then she gets the frame po- picture of him looking great. And it balances out their other family photo. Yeah. Yes. And it's just, it's it's very beautiful. And I think a big reason uh, you mentioned at the beginning, like this, this ending is, you know, tough for you to watch. And, uh, you know, tough for me too, in the sense that I'm, you know, I cry when I watch it, but I, I don't hide from my feelings, Greg. Uh, but the... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I cried this time. Great. There you go. There's nothing wrong with it. No, um, there isn't. It was... Um, but I think what the reason why, nice. like, this moment... Because there's a lot of good, you know, Homer-Lisa moments, mm-hmm. Bar- Bart and Marge moments, et cetera, et cetera. A whole dy- all the dynamics. Dynamics. Um, it's <laughs> a dynamic said. mammogram. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but these are often treated very sweet in the episodes. But I think this is one of the rare moments where we actually see one of them cry out of joy. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember too many of those moments happening in the no, Simpsons. No, it doesn't happen. Like usually it's just like them beaming and smiling and just being very sweet and nice. Yeah. This is like literally she's reduced to tears from this action. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's what gets me. Me too. And like the animation is very good. It's very subtle. It's subtle enough that it's not like over the top or weird. And it, it, it fits with the, uh, Julie Kavner does a brilliant job with the, with the moment. And I just, yeah, it just, it really gets me. And I think it's very well done. She is great in this episode. She is, yeah. She's truly great. She has to go on a really big journey in a very short period of time. Yeah. So I, yeah. A whole bunch of different range of emotions throughout. I actually think she's the MVP of this episode. Yeah, I'd agree. Oh yeah. I was about to say that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, even like the stuff... (laughs) Where she's being normal, like lame Marge, like, ah, yeah, we're gonna have a great day. Bada bing, bada boom, right, Bart? Like, (laughs) when he's like, go the guilt, the unbearable guilt. Uh, I love that. Loving episode. my kids is lame, then I guess I'm just a big lame. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so great. It's lame to be proud of being lame. <laughs> well, you know, life is like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> he puts the trash yeah, the and just can bangs on his it. head and bangs Jesus. it with his shoe. <laughs> Mom, no. <laughs> like he's been down this road before. Yeah. He's like, oh, she's going to go on one of her speeches. Yeah. Um, uh, you want to go to the reference desk? Sure. All right. So Tom Landry, in his first reference, I think, but not his last. Yeah. Respected private hat later. Um. Forrest Gump. We just mentioned the yeah, the quote. Which at the time I was like, did Forrest Gump come out by now? But it, yeah, it was the year before. Um, <laughs> so we'll talk about Lee Carvalho's putting challenge. But yeah, I just want to say uh, I believe the the reference there is there's a golfer named Lee Trevino, and so, he had a video game. Yes, and it was like 
similar he had a similar style to this. Oh, okay. So I at first is like until I researched this, I actually thought Lee Carvello was a real person. Ah, uh, this is the first time yeah. I'm hearing that he's not. <laughs> so they made up a person <laughs> that is a, a clear caricature of a real person named Lee Trevino. So there's that. Uh, Mortal Kombat, of course. Uh, we get Donkey Kong, Mario and Luigi, and Sonic all yeah. quick succession. And Lee Carvalho. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and Lee Carvalho. <laughs> Don't do it, son. How's that going to help with your putting? It's uh, a great running joke <laughs> in this episode that we oh, haven't mentioned we'll yet. We'll talk about it. Okay. The, um, thing about, the thing about the quick Mario and Luigi thing was hmm. that I think a lot of people had not heard Mario's voice until Super Mario 64, and that had oh, not come out yet. That's so true. This is the first true. time. You, I'm used to, like, Captain Lou Albano doing the, hey, Paisano. Yeah, that's and true. Mario's yeah. got that Brooklyn accent. <laughs> but here, they have, like, the thick Italian accent that they now have. So that joke right. is long. Yeah. Did they invent I, Mario's voice? I think they did. I think Confirmed here. The only explanation. <laughs> Um, no, actually, that's that's really interesting. I never thought about that because catch. yeah, it's just it's one of those things where just like oh yeah, that's Mario's voice. It's like ingrained in my brain. But if mm. yeah, if you were watching this for the first time, I'm trying to think if like there was a side like you said. Well, wait, in the cartoon in um, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, did he have that kind of voice though? No, it was Captain Lou Albano. It was still Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> I couldn't I mean, remember. I remember him like in the live action parts, but I couldn't remember if the, he voiced him also in the the cartoon segments. I think when they got to like Super Mario Brothers three, they got a different actor, but it was still mm. like not that heavy Brooklyn accent. But right, it was yeah, yeah. they tried to make it a Brooklyn accent because that's who the character was. Right, he was yeah, he was a plumber from Brooklyn. Yeah. Hey, I'm doing my best. And then of co- I mean, and then of course there's uh, uh, the movie, right? Oh, yeah, which we all know is the really the canon version of Mario and Luigi. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Camp Granada. Yeah, so oh, Alan, yes. Alan, Sher- Alan Sherman, uh, his song, Hello Mudda, Hello Fada. Um, it's like a novelty song. Sure was. Yeah. Uh, this is the first I had ever heard of it Me too. in this episode. I found it very funny that Homer took it at face value. <laughs> <laughs> and, and his Everything first instinct. Everything he says in this yeah, episode is fucking it's gold. very good. His first instinct is, is Lisa in Camp Granada? (laughs) Is Lisa in Camp... He just came home. (laughs) So, like, he thinks this is Lisa leaving a message? (laughs) Even though it's clearly a man's voice? I don't know. They didn't have a message when they left. (laughs) That's odd. That's odd. Uh, And then the other one I had was Ansel Adams, which was, you know, photographer. I love that Bart makes the reference. Yeah. He's learned he is familiar with the works of Pablo Neruda. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that's not true. But anyway, uh, that's really all I had um, for references. Well, then let's go to over to the uh, favorite joke. Favorite joke. Uh, so I think I have to preface this by saying Lee Carvalho is my favorite joke mm-hmm. throughout the episode. Yep. But there was one that stuck out this time that I actually laughed out aloud at uh watching by myself sure so i want to bring it up as an honorable mention and it's the ansel adams guy doing mr silly voice (laughs) (laughs) he's like he's like hello oh it's just air (laughs) like he he was he was putting on a helium voice and then realized quickly oh this is me doing it that was just air like Whatever was going through his brain was very complex. You know, the thing they tell you not to do when you inhale helium is do do a voice. Well, that's the thing. You just talk normally and the voice comes out. So he's... I just love how he... Here comes Mr. Silly Voice. 
Oh, it's just hair. <laughs> just very quickly realizes. But yeah, uh, I don't know if you have a different one aside from Carvello. I do, actually. Great. It's Lisa at the very end of the episode when Marge <laughs> says, You get to open, Bart, you, since I got my present, you get to open yours. And Lisa freaks out. What? He gets to open a present? I want to open a present. Lisa, you have to wait. It's, it's <laughs> she grumbled. Ridiculous. is the worst Christmas ever. <laughs> She says it's the worst Christmas ever. <laughs> and it's just, it's such an eight-year-old thing it's, to yeah, say. Yeah, it's one of those moments where Lisa is being a child yeah. and it's great. And I love it when she does that. I love it so much. It's so funny. And I just needed to point it out. Uh, no, but my favorite was absolutely, you have selected no. <laughs> I want every game to end like that. I know, right? <laughs> it's one of those rare, like, I can't remember a time they had a credits scene before this. Yeah, it's it's. But a, I, there I might be either. that I just can't remember. Like the first one when yeah. they were singing Rudolph. And, right, right. But I can't think of any in between. Yeah. There's like, there's like half ones with uh, Homer sitting on the car. Sure, yeah, yeah. But where it's like, just like a different image while yeah. the credits roll. Mm-hmm. But this is the first one I can think of where it's actually like... There's a, narrative. It's own thing, and it's a f- hilarious joke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like this game is ridiculous. So many people probably would have missed it. Like all you're doing is selecting your putt, your club. Yeah, it's selecting you, your oh, your a, oh, like power, uh, swing rate or whatever, and then hitting seven eight seven seven eight seven to swing. swing. So apparently, this is like a like in television or like one of those uh, what are those ones that had like in actual, television? Yeah, is it in television that had like an actual number mm-hmm. pad on the controller? Yep. Insane. <laughs> insane which is why i was like is, is the super nes out at this point <laughs> like is this <laughs> is this how dated their system is and like, yeah that's, yeah you know. <laughs> well and the genesis commercial for bone no i mean the commercial for bone storm looked like it was a genesis right the system that. looked like a genesis yeah uh so, so i just love this for a seven eight seven seven do swing would you like to try again i also just love the way <laughs> like it's such a subtle thing but it can be they they didn't need to add this and it makes it work so much better where it's like oh, yeah. uh you know uh you have selected power drive may i suggest feather touch power drive <laughs> like he's confirming <laughs> this is what you've chosen cuz cuz he could have just said you know i suggest feather touch uh you have selected power drive but instead he just says power drive <laughs> like like with a period <laughs> it's so good oh man i love that whole segment three wood <laughs> may i suggest a putter Three wood. Three wood. Three wood. <laughs> and also the way Dan says, power drive. <laughs> I love that it's Dan. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so good. <laughs> he, yeah. The, this is a really good episode. This is a great episode. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. It was, it was a very formative one. Uh, one that I didn't realize was, was as formative as it was until I watched it today. Yeah. Um, which is nice because, like, we're watching it with an analytical eye so i'm like okay let's try and not be as uncomfortable with the material as i was when i was a child and when i did that i could actually step back and see what a wonderful story it was telling and it is telling a really really great story it's telling a really really universal story and you're right that moment where marge tears up i think that's a highlight of the season yeah it's very it's very sweet it's very nice it's nice to see that rift in their relationship and then the mending of it. Yeah. But still recognizing that, yes, he's not a child, like he's not a baby anymore. I need to stop babying him, but I can also still be motherly to him. 
And it makes it more than just a Christmas episode. Yeah. Too. Christmas sort of takes a, is the backdrop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the point. Like Die Hard. Exactly like Die Hard. Exactly like Die Hard. <laughs> uh, or Christmas with the Cranks. I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> that Tim Allen Neither Yeah, I think so. Good Lord. <laughs> you know, the two classics Christmas movies. Everyone loves Die Hard and Christmas with the Cranks. I watch it every year. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Christmas movies. I love them. Well, sir. Well... I think that's the end. It's time for us to say goodbye for a little while. Yeah, we're going to take a short... It's actually not as long as I thought, but it's a short little break mm-hmm. for Christmas. Um, we'll be back with uh, Team Homer in the new year. And the Pin Pals. Yeah, and that'll be our 99th episode. Oh, boy. Full steam ahead. Our 100th episode will be coming shortly after that, which is Two Bad Neighbors, and it's going to be live at Dickens Pub here in Calgary, Alberta. You can come... Check us out and listen and laugh along with us. We'll have a great uh, guest in the form of Chris Turner. Yeah. Author Chris Turner, who wrote Planet Simpson. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's January 19th, uh, Doors at 3.30 at Dickens Pub. We'll watch the episode at 4. We'll start recording at 4.20, y'all. <laughs> It'll be fun. Make sure to bring that dope. Smoke it outside, though. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to bring that dope. It's not not like you're welcome to bring it, but like make sure you bring it. I need you it. Will, you will be turned away. It's if the only way I go it. on stage. <laughs> oh, that explains so much. <laughs> anyway. I'll be uh, wearing my Bort name tag, will you? <laughs> I didn't get one. No, but you got me one. I know. That's so nice. In Orlando, Florida. Yeah. Speaking of, thanks, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. This hey, has been fun. How about a how about a quick uh, since you live in Orlando? Quick uh, opinion on Simpsons Land there. I'm for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> it's there. Um, was a little bummed when they had to replace Back to the Future: The Ride, which I right. loved. But yeah. I which actually have a friend who is an animator, and he animated the Simpsons ride. Um, oh, cool. Not my favorite, but yeah. I haven't been on the Kang and Kodos one yet. But I love well, just, just walking a, through just there. Just a spinny one. Even right. I last time I went was for uh, Halloween Horror Nights, and they're playing the Simpsons "Sing the Blues" in there. Among, oh my god! Like everything else is just eerie, scary music, or <laughs> like Killer Clowns from Outer Space is playing another one. You got like Marge singing the blues. <laughs> well, that's kind it's of like, scary ah, in its own right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I talked at length about it on both this and a different podcast. So <laughs> I was just I curious. I think it's funny that it's now right next to London and the, where, uh, yeah, Harry Potter opens up the Diagon Alley. It's yeah, just like, kind you of, cross the bridge and it's just like, oh, they're the now it's goofy. Thermal. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of steered away from the whole different cities concept, but interesting. Yeah. Anyway, is that the right word? Yeah. Sure. Interesting. Sure. <laughs> I'll were. have to go one day, one day. Yes. Someday. I recommend it. You should. All right. I'll go. Spider-Man ride is great. Cool. <laughs> My favorite one there. Yeah. I'm really into Spider-Man these days. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Join us for another conversation on another podcast. Yes. In another dimension. <laughs> another Spider-Man the dimension, part. if you will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, Mike, thanks so much for joining us. 
Thank you. Uh, you, you. You are welcome to plug your podcast again if you like. Yes, do it. Advent Calendar House at adventcalendar.house. And you can, you can find that on Apple, right? That's on all of them. I trust you guys to know how to use a podcast. I even found it on Stitcher while I was looking. There you go. Good on you for being on Stitcher. Isn't that just another RSS collecting? No, you got to submit it yourself. Oh, okay. You have to submit it yourself. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Why aren't we on there? We are. Oh, great. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Well, I, this is gotcha journalism. I don't journalism, look for my own podcast. And I nailed it. You don't, you don't subscribe to us? I, uh, never, is... I've never had to find my own podcast. <laughs> I, don't know my, I don't know my podcast. Awesome. Let's go out on that. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, hope to see you in the new year for our 100th episode. And if not, just listen. Keep listening. We appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on... Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. You can also email us at the Hammock District on Third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And we are going to be continuing this for at least a couple more years. That's right. So stick with us, everybody, and keep watching the skis.